I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, good morning. Welcome in. Divisional weekend of the playoffs. Hey, uh, Jason, are your Vikings in the playoffs? Can we not talk about that? Is that okay? Can we just move on? Okay. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Our NFL coverage this weekend is brought to you by your next Ford F-150 truck at Mack Hike Ford I-55 North in Jackson. Mack Hike Ford I-55 North in Jackson. And our NFL playoff coverage is presented by Boar's Head, Premium Meats, Cheeses, and Hummus. Compromise Elsewhere put together an unbelievable Boar's Head charcuterie spread for game day on Saturday and Sunday. Jason, do you like Boar's Head charcuterie boards? Um, I literally cooked with Boar's Head bacon last night Okay, and helped make that dish that we will be having at 9.30. Yes. And you can't get enough of the Boar's Head pepper jack. I made a Boar's Head charcuterie board. That's right. For the show. And All right, you're you're employed for another week. <laughs> All right, let's you're go. Gonna make it, I think you're going to make it through the championship games. If there's no more Viking slander, then I think I'll stay. It's all contingent. I'm not. I'm not making that promise, and neither is our next guest, <laughs> Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, NFL Insider. His podcast is up for NFL Podcast of the Year. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Um, Steve, it was uh, downright de- depressing to see the uh, Dallas Cowboys performance this past weekend. It was. Are you, are you trying to drag Jason down with you? Yes. With all your anger coming out of the game? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I sense it. I sense all of that. Yeah, it was uh, It was ugly. Look, I, I struggle with this. Um, I'm very analytical, right? PFF, we're, we're very by the numbers, analytical. That's what we put out there. But then you get into this game and you watch Dallas come out, and, and everything looks off. It just looks like the moment was too vague. And, you know, I think they maybe captured it well on the broadcast that Dak and C.D. Lamb weren't on the same page. You have a defense that just, you know, doesn't, doesn't play all that well against great teams or, you know, against good offenses, we'll say. So it just, it just felt off right from the start. Dallas should have been good. They should be good. But it's, it's, it's really tough to explain 
when they get into the playoffs and have these games, have these types of games, uh, other than sometimes just it looks like the moment is too big and they, they change what they do and they, and they can't overcome facing good teams when they don't, you know, they don't get to beat up the, on the Giants and the Commanders. Why would you um, – you mentioned Greg Olson talking about it during the broadcast, Steve. Why would Dan Quinn go from running man all year to zone? Against Green Bay, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know why. A lot of, I mean, even McCarthy too. Like McCarthy gets a lot of criticism, and he's going to get a lot of criticism coming out of this, and he's coming back, and the whole thing. But throughout the year, I think there's some level of credit that you need to give to McCarthy as the play caller that got the best season out of Dak. But then he comes out in this game, and it's kind of back. It was like, you know, goes back into some conservative mode and. You know, it, it, Dallas just feel, felt, like, really tense and conservative while Green Bay comes out. First off, Green Bay says, give us the ball. We want the ball. Nobody takes the ball anymore in the NFL when they win the toss. We'll take the ball. We're going to drive down. We're going to put the pressure on. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to play like a seven seed with nothing to lose. To me, that was I, – I don't, I don't have a good answer for Dan Quinn changing things, for Mike McCarthy changing things, and everything – just looking different from how it looked previously throughout the season. That's uh, that is unbelievable to me that not not you, but that it can't be explained that a veteran coach who's been successful, he may not be great, but he's considered a good defensive coordinator, would change on a dime, Steve, in one week going into a playoff game from man to zone. And the Packers wide receiver. I mean, I thought Jordan Love played well, but they were wide open. And you find that in high school and college, you don't see that in the NFL, Steve. There, there were some bad coverage busts and everything. The Luke Musgrave touchdown was bad, and I mean, Love Love did have that third down magic, though. You know, when it was third and long, that ability that to kind of sit at the top of the pocket, buy time, create space. You know, the, the the long touchdown there was an absolute dot right on the helmet of the receiver to you know the third touchdown um you know there were there were a lot of great plays in there by love but yeah there was it it, it it's tough the, the cowboys are tough to explain <laughs> they are tough to explain because i like i like to look at teams from a team building standpoint and look at the roster and the depth chart and where the strengths and weaknesses lie and, and they're strong in a lot of the right places you know they can rush the passer and they they do have a good uh, you know, coverage unit, man for man. They they do have a good passing game, and they've got a good group of receivers. And the offensive line is always pretty solid. They've got all those pieces. And the the thing I struggle with, that I think is tough to explain, is how are they a 12 win team? How are they always in the mix? How do they look so dominant at times, and then they don't they no show? And and look, I don't know if it's the defense is too dependent on turnovers. You know, that's a Analytically, if you know if you have three or four turnovers a game, like that that you can't maintain that, right? No. There's some level of luck in there. There's some level of depending on bad quarterback play or whatever it might be. But I don't think you know it's not like the whole defense is built off that. It's just maybe a lot of their success has been. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have better answers here today. My well, okay, I'd like to read this to you, Ed Warder. Um, you know who he is. Um. Covered yeah. the NFL and the Cowboys for a long time. He posted this. I'd just like to get your thoughts on this. Bounce this off of you. Steve Palazzolo on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. 
He said, Mike McCarthy is a quality coach with a strong staff of assistants. He miscalculated their ability to run the ball, which he expected to be the identity. That needs to improve dramatically this offseason. And Dan Quinn, if he doesn't become a head coach, needs personnel in the front seven with size. Your thoughts? Um, I think there's kernels of truth in that. I, I don't I don't think if I'm looking at McCarthy's entire season, I wouldn't say it was a miscalculation of the run game this year. Because, again, Dallas was good, and they were effective, and they got the best year of Dak's career. And they did it with a pass-heavy attack. And so if the – so I, I still have to look at like what they produced in the regular season, not just what the final result was and say, well, everything they did in the regular season must be changed because they lost that one game. Now, I would say in that one game, relying on the run early, when you have a Packers offense that looks hot already, you know, you're down 7 nothing in the pack. Not that you're changing your game plan after the first drive, but the Packers offense came to play and they came to put points up on the board, and then Dallas came out a little more conservative, a little bit more run-heavy, maybe the miscalculation was, hey, it's the playoffs, you know, it's January, got to start running the ball in January, rather than what got them there, which was Dak and CD in the pass game. So maybe maybe just for the one playoff game, I'll buy that. Okay. I think defensively, defensively, this has been a multi-year issue as far as getting bigger up front. Now, there were injuries. They're beat up at linebacker. They got guys like Marquise Bell, who's basically a safety playing two, you know, 210 pounds. I think they they were depleted at linebacker, and that was a big part of why they felt undersized. And then they drafted Mozzie Smith for this. They drafted him, and and he was 330 pounds, or whatever, in Michigan. And I, I had just seen reports recently that they had him slimming down, and that he might be a 300 or under 300. So that part I don't get. Because they drafted Mozzie Smith from Michigan in the first round to be that run-stopping, you know, nose-tackle type of uh, run-stopper. And first off, he he wasn't great at that at Michigan. He wasn't good at that in the, in the preseason at all. And he wasn't good when he had opportunities in the regular season. So that's the issue with, you know, drafting for need is, you know, you can't just draft a guy and plug him in and expect the need is filled that year at least. So – they they tried that and it didn't work immediately. Could still work in the future, but that's that's been a multi-year issue. I think you can find better run defenders in free agency later in the draft. You can find those guys, and I think Dallas can do a better job of that. They've struggled with that, so I, that part I agree with. Hmm. But it's just also interesting to me that they spent their first-round pick. And here's the other thing I'll say: Dallas seems to fluctuate between picking the best player in the draft the best player available, and then reaching for need. You know, when they when they drafted Micah Parsons, they had those two corners that they really wanted, Patrick Sertan or J.C. Horn. They were almost upset that they landed on Micah Parsons. Well, he was the best player, of course. They drafted C.D. Lamb when they didn't need him. They just said, wow, awesome receiver here at 17. We're getting him. I don't care if we have Amari Cooper or Michael Gallup. Those are the good picks that Dallas makes. This past draft, though, was too need-heavy. They said, we need a nose tackle. Mozzie Smith, they took him at 26 or whatever it was. Too high. They, they said, we need uh, a tight end who can do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, Luke Schoonmaker in the second round. That was a knee pick. I think those things, you know, come back to bite, whereas the picks that are non-need picks, the C.D. Lambs and the Micah Parsons of the world, 
those are the good picks. So Dallas seems to oscillate between both of those things. And I think, again, that's like a microcosm, I think, of some of the things that may have gone wrong down the stretch. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. Pro Football Focus. His podcast is on fire. PFF.com. Steve Palazzolo. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. We're talking NFL. We're going to jump in the playoffs here in just a second. It's going to be a super, super fun weekend of divisional play. And we can't wait Saturday and Sunday. The show is brought to you by Speaking of NFL Playoffs, premium cigars from Havana Smoke Shop in Jackson and Havana Smoke Shop at the Reservoir for your premium cigars. All right, I think you're going to shoot this down too, but I'm going to throw it out at you. Um, here's something else from Twitter. Um, the the Dallas Cowboys ran the ball inside 285 times this season, Steve, yet only accumulated a total of 142 yards, averaging out 0.48 yards per carry. So I know that y'all love to throw it, and I agree with kind of y'all's approach and philosophically. But I'm watching this past weekend, and I'm watching several teams at times rip off runs between the tackles physically when they needed to. What do you do with those numbers that I just threw out at you? Uh, first off, I would have to see those numbers confirmed. That sounds ridiculous to me. Okay. Um, running inside, I don't, I don't know. I, I'd have to see how it's all defined. But either way, let's just say, hey, Dallas's run game wasn't as effective as it needed to be. Yeah, I mean, I agree. They should be better. To me, I think the miscalculation was on, like, Tony Pollard and the fact that, you know, here's a guy that was averaging five yards a pop as a, as a you know, two-way player, as, a, as more of a backup, as a change-of-pace guy. And then, you know, he takes on the workload and yeah, just didn't have that same kind of juice. I think there's maybe a miscalculation there. Um, and, yeah, I, look, I think, I think a good run game is a product of the – the pass game first and play calling, right? You run the ball when you need to. And so I I think a lot more teams should run the ball and say third and two, third and three, instead of making that a drop back situation. Those are the times I think you really need the run game. And then absolutely like every now and again on first and 10, you'd love to be able to, you know, crank out a 15, 20 yarder and uh, flip the field a little bit. Um, But I think you need to run the ball effectively when you need to. And yeah, I would say Dallas hasn't done a great job of that. That is a part of, putting together a complete team, and as I always say, finding different ways to win. And I think a good run game will maybe get you one or two games in there, you know, where you don't need to put as much pressure on the quarterback, put as much pressure 
on uh, the passer to be to be really good. So yeah, those are things that could absolutely improve going forward. As far as like the original numbers, I'd have to see what those. No, fair enough. Are actually true. That sounds ridiculous. Fair enough. All right, NFL insider Steve Palazzolo on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Let's move to JJ Watt. Um, oh jeez. How how does it land inside the Pro Football Focus headquarters when you have a player on the Twitters who's uh, super accomplished raising hell about the way y'all grade football? I mean, it's it's the same story for. I mean, this has been going on for the twelve years I've been with PFF, so I think I used to worry about it a little bit. Um, I don't really anymore. I think it's more frustrating than anything because. Um, not that we can't handle criticism, but that wasn't even like, that wasn't constructive. That was just, Hey, PFF sucks. Let's go. That's all. Um, and then he made one statement about his, you know, putting up coaches grades against PFF grades side by side. So a lot of times I think we have, we have to come out and say, you know, give our take on it, which, you know, sometimes comes across as defensive, but it's really just explaining what our position is on it. But this has happened for years. Aaron Rodgers called us out. Patrick Mahomes called us out. Aaron Rodgers had a five-touchdown game on Monday Night Football where we didn't grade him all that well, and, like, all hell broke loose back in 2015. Like, it doesn't – it's okay. Like, that's all part of the, the discourse and everything. But my answer to J.J. was, like, let's discuss this because he thinks we just, you know, write up this algorithm and just, you know, spit out a grade. I mean, you want to actually understand how the process works. We'll talk through it because we've talked through – through the uh, through it with a ton of players and everybody in the NFL has our data and smart front offices use the data use the grades in their free agency uh, rankings in their draft preparation there are, it doesn't mean you just look at the grade and say well this guy's the best and this guy's the second best that's actually not the best way to use the grades but there are ways to use the grades to help you build a team so to throw them out is ridiculous in the C.J. Stroud, Jordan Love example, that's what triggered this. They had exactly the same stat line, which, you know, makes for some great analysis, right? Why did they have a different grade? You know, if, but if you're starting with, well, the stat line is ground truth, anything that doesn't agree with that must be trash, then I think you need to reevaluate how you're looking at football if you're just going to read the stat line and assume that that's exactly how the quarterback played. Because we made the point that C.J. Stroud threw a pass right to a free safety. He also had a 76-yard touchdown that was almost everything after the catch from a tight end against, you know, terrible defense. He also overthrew what should have been a 60-yard touchdown. You know, just a few plays changed. I got you. Because we're, we're going at what the quarterback actually did and contributed, not the end-of-the-game stat line. You know, so, Bo, if you, if you just – my quick example is you take away a 76-yard touchdown that was nothing to do with Stroud. The interception that it should have been that had nothing to do with Stroud, it was dropped by the Browns. Just changing those two plays drops C.J. Stroud's passer rating 30 points. So we're not even having that conversation that they had the same stat line if things out of Stroud's control were changed. So that's where that all comes in. Like, nobody wants to have that nuanced conversation. J.J. just came out and said, PFF sucks. I'm happy to have him on the podcast, discuss with him, whatever it might be. We'll talk through this thing. But, you know, that felt like he doesn't necessarily want to want to discuss it. So we'll see what happens. In your opinion, would would uh, Mike Vrabel or Jim Harbaugh be an upgrade over Mike McCarthy in Dallas? Um, I'll say probably. I'll say probably. I'm not. I don't know. It might take time. You know, Harbaugh sometimes takes time to get things going. 
Um, Vrabel, I don't know if I'm lower on Vrabel. You know, the reports out of Tennessee, where it's more about, like, collaboration and everything. So he'd have to get along with the people running the Cowboys. But I think Vrabel, I think Vrabel and Harbaugh are both good coaches. So I'll say, I'll say probably yes. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. Would you... I know what Belichick's resume is. We all do. But now, at 72, with what he's done recently and probably how quirky and maybe how difficult he is to work with and it doesn't want to be told what to do. I mean, is that a good hire in your opinion at this time? Not in 2002 when he started the ascent. I think, it, you know, I think a lot of his issues were definitely general manager related. Um, I don't even know if, you know, in his most honest moment, if he would admit that or say, Hey, we missed on some players or that's just the natural cycle of when you pick players, you have good years, you have bad years or stretches. But I think if you paired him with um, even he wasn't he was always the final decision maker, but he had other general managers, right? He had a Scott Pioli, he sure. had uh, Nick Casario with him. I think if you had the right team with him, maybe picking better players, Belichick can still coach. He can still coach. I think the challenge there, though, is getting his staff, getting everybody in place, because those those are parts of the, those are those things fell apart just as much as his personnel decisions. So that would be my concern at his age. Not so much can he do it. It's like can he get that infrastructure in place quick enough before he's 74, 75 years old, and then it's like, okay, now it's really up against it. Do we want to you know, go forward? That would be my concern. Can he coach? Absolutely. I'd be concerned about everything around him being in place to put him in position to succeed. Okay. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus on the Out of Bounds Show. Let's rapid fire. We, we've got a few minutes here. I just want to rapid fire through the game, Steve. Let's start with the Packers at the 49ers. Is nine and a half too many for the 49ers to be favored? But every year I say the teams that are on by, we forget how good they are because we didn't just see them play. The Niners are really good. And so I think the pa- Jordan Love has to play at a similar level to, to hang in there. But the Niners, I think, should torch this Packers defense. They should wreck this Packers defense. So I think the Niners will score a lot. Nine and a half, hey, it might be a little too much because Love has been playing out of his mind, but – 
I do like the Niners there. I think they're going to come out smoking, and, you know, because we didn't see them last week, so people forget just how good they are. Okay, Buccaneers at the Lions. Six and a half. Lions really, yeah, Lions um, dominated Tampa in the middle of the season, earlier in the season in Tampa. It, it, the Bucks are a different team. They're playing with that confidence, and you know Mayfield's getting the ball down the field much better than he did at that point. Um, I like the Lions' offense, though. I think they've got good answers for how the Bucks attack. So I do like the Lions. Six might be too much, or six and a half. That might be a little too much. So I think I think it'll be a good game. The Bucks will be closer than they were. It was twenty to six the first time. But um, I think the Lions have good answers for what the Bucks are going to throw at them. All right, Mahomes and Josh Allen at Buffalo. Man, it's tough to pick against Mahomes. First road game, but you know he played he played really well last week. And again, the stats didn't necessarily show it, but Mahomes played another great game. And I think Buffalo's beat up. You know, I want to say Kansas City in this one. I would love to see Buffalo. I would love to just see them, you know, deal with the playoff woes against the Chiefs and everything. I think Allen needs to take over. If he takes over, they have a chance. But if I have to pick, I guess I'll take I'll take Kansas City to go to the AFC Championship again. Okay, and then the veteran, Lamar Jackson, against the rookie, C.J. Stroud. It's nine and a half to... Texans at the Ravens. Are you looking for a blowout with the Ravens? I mean, the Ravens have done such a good job of blowing out good teams. I mean, they when they have these challenges, they they take care of them. So I wouldn't be surprised there. Same thing I said about the Niners. We don't forget how good the Ravens are just because we didn't see them last week. Um, but look, it, a lost in a lot of that C.J. Stroud discussion and J.J. Watt, like Stroud has been outstanding this year. So impressed with what he's done. I think it's going to be tough against this Ravens defense, though. So um, I'll say the Ravens cover it. You know, they come out smoking. I'll watch those. Look, see if they look like Dallas early on. They have some of those playoff memories, right? They were the number one seed in 2019, lost to the Titans in the oh, first round. Yeah. Just rem- just if, if it starts slow for Baltimore, just keep an eye on it if, if it has that same feel or vibe as the Cowboys game. If it doesn't, you know, if they stay, if the game stays on course, I think Baltimore should take care of business. But if they fall behind early and they start pressing, you might get, you know, some of those memories coming back, and that could be a factor. I got one minute. We've got some Dak and Cowboy haters on the text line. Uh, would you take Jordan Love over Dak Prescott now with what happened last weekend? <laughs> no, not yet. Uh, it's close, though. I mean, if dude, Love's, Love's last seven or eight weeks have been out of this world. They've been incredible. And so you're not supposed to overrate stretches of play, but this was like, a switch was flipped back in November, and Love has been out of his mind lately. If he keeps this up, then he is trending to be one of those high-end quarterbacks. But, you know, I'm always uh, got to see it a little bit longer type of person. Man. Like I said about Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott last year at this time. Oh, again, real quick. What's going on with Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and, and, and uh, Goddard, you know, doing what they're doing? I've only got like 20 another seconds. One, another one inexplicable, but I think Hurts was playing Hurt a lot this year. I don't know. It just fell apart in Philly, but I I still think they have the pieces to build it back up again, but we'll see what happens. Have a great weekend, buddy. Thanks, man. All right. Thank you. Steve Palazzolo, his podcast is on fire, profootballfocuspff.com. He joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. If you're looking for some premium smokes for the hunting camp, um, enjoy college basketball and the NFL with your buddies this weekend. Also hanging out by the fire pit. Where do you want to go, Jason? You want to go to Havana Smoke Shop in Jackson and Havana Smoke Shop at the Reservoir. 
And they've got Fuentes, Liga Privadas, Olivas, all at Havana Smoke Shop, two locations in the metro. Hour number three coming up. Key City in the house at 9.30. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.